radioinfluence.com. Welcome back to the Law Father Podcast. We are here in Dignitary Studios, Jason's home. And, uh, yep. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Check us out on all of our social media. All you got to do is look for the Law Father. And uh, so here's what we're going to do today. We are going to do case or no case here on the Law Father podcast. Those of you who heard it before, you know the rules. Those of you who have no idea what case or no case is, I am going to give you three scenarios. These three scenarios today all happen to be criminal cases. And in all of these cases, out of these three cases, we are going to be looking for who is the person most likely to be arrested. All right, it's kind of like a law school exam where you have one answer that's definitely wrong and two out of two other answers, one of them is more right than the other one. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the scenarios with you. All right, and then you're going to think about it. You're going to drop a comment. Those of you who are watching this on YouTube later on, those of you on the live, you're welcome to drop a comment in. I will pause, give you an opportunity to answer, and then I will share the answer and why. All right? So, we ready to go? Let's do it. All right. Which person is most likely to be arrested? All right. Case number one, the man in his car. A man's driving his car. He stops for a stop sign, but while doing so, he crosses the stop bar. That's that line right in front of the stop or right next to the stop sign. He is pulled over. The police officer walks to the car, asks for his driver's license, insurance, and registration. The officer goes back to his car, writes the tickets, and turns off his emergency lights. The officer then goes back to the man's car, and the officer demands the driver to get out of the car. The officer hands the man his ticket and tells the man he is free to go. The officer asks the man if he can search him and the car, and the man says yes. The officer finds crack on the driver's seat and arrests the driver. Is that a valid arrest? Case number two. The house. A police officer knocked on the door of a house that is suspected to be a house where drugs are being sold, also known as a drug house. The officer knocked on the door and simply stated, can I search your house? The owner of the house house said yes. The officer searched the house and found marijuana growing in the man's closet. Is this a valid arrest? Number three, the bar. Two men are in a bar. One of the men accidentally spill his drink on the other man. You all have been there 3 a.m. in Ebor. Happens all the time. The two men get in a verbal altercation. The men then agree to meet out in the alley behind the bar. There's no one else in this alley, nor are there any cameras in this alley. After some yelling back and forth at each other, Johnny punched Jimmy in the face. Jimmy then ran away. Luckily for Jimmy, Johnny does not punch hard, and he had no marks in the punch. Jimmy then tells a police officer about what happened and said that he wanted to press charges and have Johnny arrested. Johnny was arrested. Okay. Which of those three is most likely to be a valid arrest? Is it number one, the man driving the car? Is it number two? The house, or is it number three, the bar? I'll give you all a second to think about it, and then I will give you your answer. Those of you on the live, 
Go ahead and drop your answers in. Comment on the live right now. You tell me, is it one, two, or three? All right, are we ready? Which person is most likely to be arrested? Person number one, the man driving the car. Now let's look at let's look at the other two first and figure out why those people are not likely to have been a valid arrest. All right. So in number two, the house with the officer that knocks on the door, that's known as a knock and talk. And actually, this one comes from a, a knock and talk that I actually did uh, while I was working for the sheriff's office. And you know, what it is is you have to be specific. Okay. You have to say specifically what you're looking for and where you're looking for it. Okay. So in that sense, in that instance, we had actually gotten a tip that there were drugs being sold out of a trailer at a trailer park and that they were being sold out of the front room. That was a roommate's room. Okay. So we knock on the door and we say, look, you know, we'd like to search the house. We'd like to search this room for this drug. Okay. That's good. That that's actually valid. Now what happened in, in the real life story right, is as soon as we walked in the door, the, uh, the girlfriend goes, go ahead and tell him where it is. And my partner and I, we look at each other and go, tell us where what is, right? I mean, we didn't really say anything. And, and we just gave each other that look. And, and the guy goes, it's back here in the closet. I'll show you. He walks us right to a closet where he is growing marijuana. I kid you not. It wasn't even the same room that we said that we were coming in the search. Right. Um, but you have to be specific. So in this instance, um, the, the, the officer was not specific and then found it in the closet. So that would not be a, a valid arrest. Okay. Why is number two not there's, there's a couple reasons why number two would not be most in, in all reality, a valid arrest if it happened. Right. Number one, you could make the argument that they're what's called mutual combatants because they got in a verbal altercation in the bar. They both agreed to go out of the bar, right? So you could almost make that leap and go, hey, they were leaving the bar to go fight each other, right? And then the next part is, and this is where the, the key of him not having any marks and there being no cameras and no witnesses, at best you have a misdemeanor battery. And if you have a misdemeanor battery, you have to have witnesses or you have to have marks. You have to have something to corroborate, right? Um, which actually differs a little bit, just to get off on a tangent, differs a little bit from uh, domestic violence, right? Domestic uh, uh, um, battery that's domestic violence related, all right? That, and, and what that is is you don't have to have marks and you don't have to have, at least in Florida, you don't have to have marks and you don't have to have witnesses to make an arrest. Actually, Florida has a, a preferred arrest policy, meaning that if one of the two people in a domestic relationship says the other one hit them, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's a preferred, the preferred response is to arrest one of them. Um, and actually it's the preferred response is not to arrest both of them, even if they're making kind of uh, countering claims on each other. It, they're, they're really difficult uh, investigations because there can be a lot that goes on. Um, sometimes it's, it's clear cut. Sometimes it's not, um, you know, so, but anyway, that's, and I don't mean that to sound bad. I don't mean that to take away from, from any, any domestic situations that are, are, you know, bad. Like they're, they're, they're bad. I get it. Um, I really do. I mean, I had to kick in a door and um, take a guy down who had a knife to uh, the, the, um, the, his girlfriend that he was living with and, and her daughter, okay? So uh, I don't say that lightly. I'm just saying they can, they, th those are easy, right? Those are easy investigations. The 
no marks, the he said, she said, those are, those are, are difficult. But anyway, we digress. Number three, the bar, not likely to be a valid arrest. All right. Now, number one, why is number one most likely a valid arrest? Well, it is likely a valid consent search. Okay. So what that means is what we look at, right? So those of you, um, you know, who, who had this happen and, and, and this is the way I did it all the time, right? When I was a cop, I would write the ticket. I would turn my lights off. I would go up and say, Hey, yeah, yeah, come on out of the car. Supreme court says law enforcement officers can order you out of the car. They don't have to have a reason. They can just order you out. Okay. So that said, they can ask you to get out of the car. They can tell you to get out of the car, right? We've seen so many videos out there, right? How many viral videos have we seen of people? I'm not getting out. I'm not getting out. I'm not doing it, right? Well, guess what? You're in the wrong, okay? It doesn't matter why the officer is asking, asking you to get out. The Supreme Court just says that the officer has the authority to do so. Beginning, middle, and end of the story, okay? And the key here is the officer hands the guy the ticket and says, you are free to go. Now, the Supreme Court actually also says that the officer doesn't have to tell you you're free to go, all right? But it sure as heck makes the officer's case much, that much better when they go, I told him he was free to go, and he still gave me the consent to search, okay? My lights were off, so he was no longer stopped. Told him he was free to go. If he just turned around and walked away, that's it. It was over. Done. But you can say, hey, are you free to go? And if the per and then follow it right up with, hey, can I ask you something? Yeah, anything in the car you're not supposed to have? Uh, okay, if I search you in the car, yeah, sure, officer, no problem. And and I kid you not, people would do that and have drugs on them. I I don't know, I, I don't know the rationale behind it. But number one, is the person most likely to be a valid arrest? All right, that is case or no case with the law father. Thanks for listening to the Law Father podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and follow all of the Law Father's social media. Law Father, out. <laughs>